0: over to psalms 91 real quick i'm not gonna uh, i are a few here this morning i know people are tired i'm tired had a long day yesterday and a lot of work with the service yesterday uh i'm trying to get everything taken care of down to house but there i want to give you you know before we do that i want to turn over to matthew chapter 24 so we're going to go to we're going to go to psalms 91 but i, I want to go to matthew chapter 24 first and I want to I want to read just a little bit something that we've talked about many times. I want to I want to just say real briefly that there's so many things happening right now. I would say watch um, uh, February the 21st, uh, which is what is today. Today's the 19th, so the 21st is going to be Tuesday. Uh, Vladimir Putin is going to be making some sort of statement on the 21st. Some People believe it's going to be uh, some sort of declaration. Um, there's been a lot happening. Um, of course, we know the situation. You've heard about the situation in Ohio uh, with the train derailment and these toxic uh, fumes that have uh, been released from that uh, train wreck. Um, just right. Now, I'm not. I'm not trying to spread conspiracy or anything like that. But could very well be coincidence uh but just prior to that uh there was uh an investigation made into the everybody remembers the uh nord stream pipelines being bombed okay uh there is now uh reporting that uh, the us is behind that and was act, an active participant in the nord stream pipelines being bombed it was speculation uh, they have come out with reports that there's actual proof that the U.S. is behind this. Some people are speculating that with that, that with Vladimir Putin coming out Tuesday to make some sort of form of formal declaration, that this could very well have something to do with that. I will say that if you look in through the past, you will say most of you, some of you are probably too young. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't around when he was ministering personally, but I, I've done a little reading into A.A. A. Allen. I know Sister Jo would have that. I know our pastor would know who A.A. A. Allen is. He was a minister during the 19, roughly the 1950s, maybe the early. A.A. A. Allen. Yeah, I was in his service. Yeah. Okay. Um, he prophesied back in the 1950s of a Russian attack coming from both coast, the West Coast and the East Coast. Uh, you also have, I don't know if anybody knows who or has heard the name Dimitri Dudeman before. He is, was a minister from Ro- Romania that moved from Romania to the United States back in the 1990s. Um, y- y- if you have some time, I would suggest you kind of look and read a little about Dmitry Dudeman. Um, he also prophesied that Russia would um, attack the United States. Now, you have, to, you have to remember the time frame of which these men spoke from or during and what they were speaking about, all right? Uh, you also have an, a gentleman by the name, a pastor by the name of Henry, Henry, uh, Gro, uh, not Grover, Glover, 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 something like that is his last name, um, he just passed away recently, and I can get you that last name. It's Henry Glover, but I'm I know that's not correct. He also prophesied uh, an attack uh, led by Russia against the United States. Now, having said that, the reason I'm saying that is because uh, back in the 1990s, of course, you know, in the 1960s we had the Cold War going on, and and kind of going into the 1970s somewhat. I don't know that many people would have thought it possible prior to now that Russia would have been able to launch such, such an attack and it be carried out successfully. Uh, we talked a little bit last week about these objects, supposed objects, you know, the, the uh, balloons that have been shot down. Um, they have now canc- canceled out the search for two of them which makes no sense to me. They're saying that they cannot be found. Uh, why they are saying that, I have no idea, because if we cannot find that, then there's a major problem. All right? I mean, just, you know. They can they can locate a golf ball and count the divots with satellite. All right? And you're telling me that they cannot find these objects that they shot down? Uh Okay. But the reason I'm saying this is because watch, like I said, watch very closely the 21st. The, uh, Putin is going to make some sort of announcement, formal declaration. Uh, my understanding is all the TV stations in Russia, all the radio stations will be carrying this it is it's going to be something that is out of the ordinary for them over there. All right? So there's great speculation on what that may be. Um, but it could very well be some sort of declaration of war against the United States and NATO. Uh, So I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that, you know, something to be aware of on the 21st, which will be Tuesday, all right? Uh, You also have... uh, And I'm not going to get deep off into this today because I don't want to be here that long. I'm not going to get deep off into this. You also have... um, a lot of chatter, a lot of people, the who and different organizations gearing up for the next pandemic. Um, now, this is something also to be mindful of. You have we've had the avian flu for quite a while, and everybody knows of the avian flu. It's one of the reasons why the price of eggs has went up and the price of chicken has went up because they go have, go in and have destroyed millions of birds. Okay. When the avian flu is detected in a in a flock, they will go in and destroy that whole entire flock that you know farm all right It's one of the reasons why price of eggs has went sky high. What they are now speculating and it has been confirmed that the avian flu, which was pretty much confined to just uh fowls, if you will all right uh, is now spread to mammals all right it has uh, crossed over um from the avian and got into mammals and now what their concern is it's going to go into the uh, from mammals into the human population the avian flu will have a fifty percent death rate all right um is what they're saying fifty percent death rate the death rate for covid was like uh less than one percent all right and now the reason I'm saying this is if, if anything like this was to come upon the scene you can only imagine what they're going to do, all right? You also have Marburg. Marburg is a, a disease that is associated with Ebola, all right? It's it's like a cousin to Ebola. Has now broken out in Equatorial, uh, is it Equatorial uh, Guinea? Uh, also in Cameroon. Um, this is something that spreads Quite easily from person to person, it also has a 90% death rate. It is the highest of the ones that I looked at. Higher than Ebola, higher than any of the other um, diseases that would, you know, be associated like that. Up to a 90% death rate. I'm not saying this is going to come here. I'm saying these are things that you need to be aware of, all right? Now, having said that, I want to take you real quick because I want to get to this I want to get real quickly to the just the first verse and first two verses maybe in the, in Psalms chapter 91 but I want to read uh something to you here real quickly. Uh, in Matthew chapter 24 <clears throat> Let me look here. Now I've lost it. Okay. We're going to begin in verse 36. says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. All right. In verse 37, it says, but as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away so also will the coming of the son of man be all right now i want to i want to kind of emphasize this a little bit because the days of noah were filled with great sin all right (laughs) i want to get off into a little something here that you can research for yourself now this is something that they're just been you've probably heard about the chat bots that are Okay, this is something that's getting real strange real fast. All right, this is, huh, chatbots? Yeah, this is AI or artificial intelligence, okay? This is getting out of hand very quickly. Go back and research just this past week on what has taken place over the past two weeks with these chatbots. They had uh, a New York Times reporter do an interview with a chatbot, and this thing has gone off the deep end. I'm talking way off the deep end. There's also another uh, chatbot uh, interview where this chatbot, I don't know, maybe you heard this, Ben, said that it was uh, a Nephilim. Did you, did you hear this? Now, if you don't know what a Nephilim is... You go back to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 6. Nephilim were what a lot of Bible study people will say was the result of the sons of God and the daughters of men. Some people say that demons... Am I going too far on this? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I don't want to... No, go ahead I, I don't want to freak people out here or, or or think i'm I'm crazy but there's a lot of bible teachers that believe the Nephilim all right these were the these were the offspring you don't have to believe this I'm just telling you this is what some ben am I right okay you've heard this taught okay okay that the nephilim are the the product of the fallen angels and the daughters of men. They were the offspring, if you will, prior to the flood. All right, go back to Genesis chapter 6, and you will read this in Genesis chapter 6. All right, prior to the flood, this was taking place. Okay. Am I correct? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, and some people will say that the sons of God refer to the, the sons of Seth, yeah. okay? They will say that it's from the, from the sons of Seth. Seth was the son, the third son, well, a son of Adam. So you had Cain and Abel. Cain slayed Abel. And then they had another son named Seth. Okay? And some believe, but if you get into the Hebrew, if you get into the book of Job, the book of Job refers to the sons of God coming before God. And Satan was among them. Okay. The reason I'm saying this is because these, these, this this chatbot associated itself as a nephilim. As now, I, you, listen. I'm telling. I I'm not saying you have to believe what I'm telling you. I'm not even telling you that I believe what I'm telling you. I'm telling you what is going on. Does, does that make sense? Okay. This AI, or artificial intelligence, referred to itself as a Nephilim. Now, many people believe that after the flood, when God destroyed all flesh except for Noah and his sons and son's wife and Noah's wife, that all flesh was destroyed. A lot of people, many people believe. Now, it's always been taught, or I was always taught, that a demon was a fallen angel. Okay, everybody with me? I will tell you that there's a teaching out there or people believe that a demon is a disembodied spirit of a Nephilim. You with me, Ben? It's me and you right here, okay? So (laughs) Everybody else? Am I right on, on this? I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying that there's a teaching out there. there's some yes there's some there's some that associate that with with that as well that the the greek mythology even norse north, north uh, myth you know all or can be associated to those events you have in the bible proof in the bible that jesus casts the demons out of a man and they wanted to go into a swine yeah. There's a reason, that there, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a reason why they wanted to go into a swine. Okay? Sometimes we read things and we don't know the full story or the full content, but the Bible clearly says that Jesus cast the demons out of a man and they said, hey, let us go into that pig right there. Yes, and they went, they went and Jesus said, that's fine, go ahead. And the whole herd of pigs ran right off the cliff. Right? It's in the book. Yes it is. There's another episode or event where Jesus is there and he casts the demons, he's speaking to the demons, and he says, What's your name? He says, My name's Legion. We're Legion. Why? Because we're many. Now, I'm not going to get off into this. I'm telling you this because the Bible says that as it was <laughs> prior to the flood in the days of Noah, so shall it be right before the coming of the Son of Man. You've got to correlate the two, all right? We have to correlate the two. What was going on prior to the flood and what's going on now? I'm telling you, you look this stuff up, you will see where the chatbot referred to itself as a Nephilim, as a, a, a disembodied spirit. This is not, I'm not making this, you can go and look this stuff, this up for yourself. This is the AI, artificial intelligence that's saying this. That this is, that. ask who I, this is who I am. I'm not telling you that that's the truth. I'm just telling you that that's what's happening. All right. Now, having said that, Now, the Bible says that that when these things start to happen, he says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be be broken into. Now, I'm here to tell you that I believe that things are about to shake loose. And you're about to see, we're already seeing revival come. We've talked about it a little last week. You can read the reports over in the, the, the church or the, the college there in Kentucky. This will not be a single event. Yeah. this You're going to see this begin to, to go across the, the nation. Why? Because the Spirit of God is moving. The Bible says over in the book of Joel, says, in the last days I'm going to pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. People will, some people will be ready for it, some people won't be. Some people are going to be caught off guard. That's why Jesus warned us, don't be caught off guard. When you see these things happening, he says, look up over in the book of Luke. Look up for your redemption draweth nigh. When you see these things taking place. Now, back over, if you will, to with all this that's going on, because I want to get you guys going. Over in Psalms chapter 91, I want to I take you there real quickly. I want you to look at this. Christ is your saving grace. He is your shelter. I would encourage everyone to begin to take shelter now while you can. See, the ark was being built and the message had gone out. And all the people that were around Noah at that time could see Noah and what he was doing. I'm sure there was many that asked, Noah, what in the world are you doing? Noah said "I'm. God told me to build a boat what? he said it's going to rain Noah we don't even know what rain is what are you talking about rain it's never rained before look in the Bible and you'll see that it never rained before <clears throat> he said what? I don't even know what rain is what are you even talking about Well, you just continue to build your boat. We're going to continue to marry and give in marriage. We're going to continue to have our parties. We're going to continue to go about our daily routine. We're going to continue to go about our life as normal. Nothing's going to change for us. No, you're nuts. You're crazy. You know, you're just doing something that seems so out of place and so silly that, you know, you must not have really heard from God. And then the day came. And we can get right down to the specific day but I don't have time for that. We can get right down to the specific day of when the rain started. But the rain started. The Bible says that the fountains of the deep were broken up. You're starting to see, you're starting to see people on the TV talk about weather like they've never talked about weather before. Right? Right? They're calling it, uh, um, what are they calling it? Uh, well, not just global, but cyclone bombs and 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 a, a, events that are totally out of the ordinary. All right. You're seeing these things happen before your very eyes. But let's go here real quickly, and I'm going to get you guys going. And like I said, you take this for what it's worth. I'm telling you, number one, I'm telling you what the Bible says that over in Matthew chapter 24 it says, "In the days of, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be prior to the return of the Son of Man. So what we need to do is look back and see what was happening prior in the days of Noah. And then see if anything that was happening in Noah's day is happening now in our day. That's why I brought the story of the artificial intelligence to you doesn't mean that it's correct. I'm just telling you what's going on. When have you ever heard of a story like that? Other than until now. There was no such thing as artificial intelligence until just a few years ago. There was no, thing, no such thing as nano, uh, tech, uh, uh, nanobots or nanotechnology up until just a few years ago. There was no way for the whole world to communicate with one another at any given time until just a few years ago. There was no way in the world where the Bible talks about where the two witnesses are there in the book of Revelation and the Bible says that the whole world is watching what's taking place live, what's taking place with these two witnesses there in the book of Revelation. And everybody's watching until just a few years ago. You're going to begin to see things and hear of things that you've never heard before. Now, having said that, I want to take it real quickly. Psalms chapter 91, and I'm going to get you guys going, says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Do you realize that in these first two verses, there's four names of God used? Four different names of God used. When we refer to God, we refer to God as, as God the Father, if you will. Okay? In Psalms 91, the first one here is the Most High, is Elion. Elion. Elion is is the the meaning there is the strongest of the strong. Okay. That God surpassing all others. He who dwells in the secret place of the most high. That word for God that is translated most high is Elion. It is like supreme God. No other God. All right? It says, above all, or above all other, surpassing all others, supreme, above all other power and authority. All right? Above all other power and authority, he who dwells in the secret place of Elion, or the supreme God, or the most high, there's none above God. That's one of the names of God. But this is one of the names referred to in just these first two verses that we're going to look at real quickly. And I want you to understand this and I want you to, when you leave here, at some point begin to look and research this out because it's going to be life-saving for you. All right? Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Almighty there is El Shaddai or we will a lot of times refer to it as a God of more than enough. El Shaddai is the name where we interpret it as Almighty. He who dwells in the secret place of Elion shall abide under the shadow of El Shaddai. Or he who dwells in the secret place of the supreme God shall abide under the shadow of a God of more than enough. Everybody with me? It means literally God Almighty. Okay? I will say of the Lord, all right, now this word here, let me get back, my phone clicks off easily. I will say of the Lord, or Yahweh, you've heard it pronounced Yahweh, or Yah, or Jehovah in our English, right? Okay, I will say of Yahweh, now that Yahweh is how God introduced himself to Moses. I am that I am, or I am Yahweh. This is a name that is so sacred to the Jewish people that they've actually lost the literal Writing of it, they would never write out the whole the the whole name, and it was only spoken by the high the, by the priest, and it was a name that was so sacred that they wouldn't never spell it all the way out. And you will see it spelt a lot of times. Is it how how is it why Yeah, yeah, Y H W H. But our pronunciation and how we pronounce it today is Yahweh. All right? And it, it is, it, the significance of these translations show that God is the one who is there for his people. Is God that is there for his people. Now, I want you to understand this because, folks, the days ahead are going to be difficult. They're going to be difficult. But God is who he says that he is. Alright? He is El Shaddai, God of more than enough. He is Yahweh, I am that I am. I am the God of my people. Alright? He is Elion, if you if I'm pronouncing that right. He is supreme and there's none like him. Alright? And then if you read on down. In verse 2, it says, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, or in the Hebrew, Elohim. That word where it refers to him as my God is Elohim. Elohim is God, the maker of the universe and supreme creator of all life. All right. So in these four or these two verses God, uh, God refers to himself by four different unique names. It's not haphazard why they're there. There's specific purpose of why God refers to himself and I believe this Psalms is re- I believe to be written by Moses in Psalm 91 but it's for a specific purpose that he refers to himself by four different names in those two, first two verses. It's very significant. All right? Now, if you read on, and I encourage you to read on, and I'm not going to take you on through there. I'm going to stop there. But if you read on, you will see that God has a hedge of protection around his people. But we have to begin to understand what we're dealing with and who we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why God refers to himself, like I said, four different, by four different names there. It covers every facet of what you may have to deal with yes. in the days ahead. I encourage you, when you leave here, to do some studying on your own and begin to dig into these names and what they represent. The days of ahead, I'm telling you folks, are going to be in Matthew chapter 24. You're seeing things happening. You're seeing things change in the heavens and on the earth. Things are changing, the sun is changing. Do some research and see the literal poles of the earth are changing. Do some research and understand that this will not be the first time that the poles have flipped. If you look, you will see that if you will use a compass... That north has, the compass has now shifted a little bit. This is, just research it out for yourself and see. There are things happening in the heavens and on earth. And I encourage you to come into that arc of safety while you can. Because just as it was in the days of Noah, people were marrying and giving in marriage. They were laughing. They were enjoying life. They were going to dinner. They were going to friends' house. They were going to events. They were going to this, and they were going to that. And suddenly, something changed. and Jesus himself said just as it was in the days of Noah it's going to be just like that prior to my return folks we've entered into a different period of time the dispensation of grace has just about ran it's I don't say this to scare anybody I'm telling you the dispensation of grace has just about ran its course and once that dispensation of grace has ended it will become judgment now the church will be spared the wrath of God the church will be spared the wrath of God but judgment's going to come does this I mean I know does this make sense am I am, Okay, is everybody following me? I know this is a tough message today, but what I'm telling you is to begin to look and begin to prepare spiritually because, folks, things are about to happen. They're already happening. You're just not recognizing it. You're not recognizing it. Why? Because we're too busy going to parties. We're too busy going to dinner. We're too busy with everything that's going on in life around us to recognize that there's an ark that's being built. And it's just about time that the rain's going to break loose. Folks, I I want you, when you leave here, go and look up what I'm telling you. I'm not saying this is the end-all, be-all I'm telling you to go and look up what just took place this last couple of weeks or so with this artificial intelligence. And see if we're not living in the. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk Neuralink. Have you heard about the Neuralink? Everybody heard about the Neuralink? Okay, yeah. These things are happening right before your very eyes. Right, I mean, right before your very eyes. And so we have got to begin to look up because the Bible says when you see these things happening, it's time to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. It's not time for the church to have its head down. It's not time to be beaten down. It's not time to be depressed. It's not time to be defeated. It's not time to be, oh, woe is me. It's time to lift our head up and begin to understand that revival is coming. You're seeing it take place before your very eyes. And it's going to take place in this church just as well. It will begin to take place in this church. You're going to see the hand of God move. You're going to see revival take place. You're going to see people being restored, not just physically, but spiritually. Amen. You're going to see people step out and begin to act and talk differently because God is moving by His Spirit.